<laughs> of all the awesome tools in the arsenal of TV writer and producer Rob Long, there's one that must be deployed with the utmost care, used sparingly and only in the case of emergencies. The courtesy laugh. But how and where and why? These are the questions that Rob is prepared to answer right now. This is Rob Long with Martini Shot. A few years ago, I helped out on a friend's television show, which means that I went to the rehearsal, I saw the show on its feet, and then went back to the office with the writer and creator and helped him, you know, punch up his show. Which is a tricky thing, it turns out, because it's always hard to tell someone, hey, you know that joke you wrote? It doesn't work. And from his end, I suppose, it's always hard to tell a friend, hey, you know that joke you just pitched? It doesn't work. Especially when that friend is working for free. Now, there's an elaborate way around this awkwardness. I mean, there are, I've found in life, elaborate ways around everything. And it's what we call the courtesy laugh. It's sort of a mirthless bark that you do when you want to spare a colleague the humiliation of total silence deserved total silence often that greets one of his or her pitches it's sort of like this it's like um pretend you just said something not funny and then i would do <laughs> so it's an acknowledging laugh i mean you said something you thought was funny and i recognize your effort with a false hollow noise that says essentially i respect your efforts and i welcome your input but you see, professionals know that everything that comes out of their brains isn't going to be great. But they still expect, you know, a little courtesy laugh. Years ago, my goddaughter's preschool class held an open house event where parents and other significant caregivers, that's the school's words, not mine, they were invited to wander through the classroom and watch a short musical performance and take in a mini art gallery of paintings and drawings made by the little ones. It was excruciating, of course, but not because of the children. They were all hilarious and adorable, forgetting the words of the songs, dragging adults around the classroom, proudly displaying the class rabbit, that sort of thing. Pretty much every single kid was irresistibly charming. Though I guess if you can't manage to be cute as a button at four years old, you're really going to have a difficult road ahead. But what was excruciating, as anyone who knows any children will tell you, were the parents. Now, Maybe this is just a Los Angeles-specific phenomenon, something that's local to Hollywood, but parents these days are almost all entirely objectionable. They ooh and ah over every tiny object their kids show to them. They shower the little monsters with praise and gushes. They are relentlessly and cheerlessly positive and encouraging, so much so that even the four-year-olds see through it. I'm pretty sure I saw a few of the kids actually roll their eyes at their parents' unbridled enthusiasm. And when a certain dad applauded a little too loudly at the musical performance, which was, you know, let's face it, not great. I mean, it was a dozen four-year-olds singing off-key and a little fat kid at the end of the row banging a small drum. Had they charged admission, I'd have demanded my money back. But then a certain mother was heard to say with a swoon, my daughter sings like an angel. No, wait, she sings like a professional. I actually saw their daughter up there on the stage sigh in exhausted disgust. Please, Mom and Dad, she seemed to be saying with that sigh, get a grip on yourselves. We're four, and the fat kid is keeping the wrong time. In other words, don't try so hard with the courtesy laughs. Now, the courtesy laugher's heart, like those 
parents is in the right place, but if you go too far, you're missing the point. You're supposed to laugh just enough so that the person doesn't feel bad, but not enough for that person to feel good. The problem is, in television writers' rooms anyway, the courtesy laugh quickly evolves into a courtesy excuse, which is something we offer our colleagues when their material doesn't work. Leave it in and see it at rehearsal tomorrow. Give it another day, we say when we're helping out on a rewrite and know that we won't be there the next day to see it, that some other poor volunteer will be. Maybe if he says it faster is another one we use, and it's corollary, maybe if he says it slower, and also, maybe if he says it louder. These comments belie the very nature of the courtesy laugh, which is to be polite, but still try to make the material better. Now, my favorite of these, which I heard not too long ago during a painful production week when nothing seemed to be working and no script fix seemed to be fixing, was a veteran writer who offered this courtesy excuse. Maybe they should repaint the set. It's too green. Green's not funny. Which is actually true, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was the scene wasn't funny and needed to be totally rewritten. You know, everything would be so much easier if the audience would learn to give courtesy laughs. And that's it for this week. Next week, we will try to sell out. For Martini Shot, this is Rob Long. <laughs> yeah, he does it better. Coming up tomorrow, it's Culture File Likes, and on Saturday, the Culture File Weekly with Sneaker Info, Trad Commerce, and The Limits of Loneliness. That's Saturday, 6.30 p.m. here on RTE Lyric FM.